Welcome to another fun-filled episode of NaFam the podcast. Welcome. Welcome. You have a like a smirk on your face or a smile right now. There's something going on. You just said fun-filled. I know. We don't even know. It's probably going to be the most boring episode ever. But uh, of it's, course it will be. As Wait, fun as we make it. Mm, it's fun for me. Wait a minute. Is my mic thing okay? My headphones turned up all right. Um, I haven't changed anything, so... Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? Do you typically change the sound between... No, I don't. Okay, That's exactly. what I'm saying. I and haven't changes, touched it. So who cares? I'm just saying. Okay. No. Maybe it needs to be changed right now. Would you like it changed? Why do you get I can so hear defensive? You. I didn't touch anything. Did I say you touched anything? Do <laughs> no, you typically touch the controls between... You know that this doesn't recordings. change, right? Like Exactly. Okay. But it's also not abnormal for you to come in here and say, this is off, I need to readjust. And I think that if you could turn up my headphones, that'd be great. Yes, I can do that. How about that? Is that better? I think I think so. Maybe turn up my microphone because I think I can hear your voice. I just can't hear mine. Okay. That's maybe better. Okay. Is that better? Sure. I actually didn't adjust anything. Yeah, you did. I'm I kidding. know. I can tell. I'm kidding. Okay. All right. So we have another fun field game between us. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to say something? You're so awkward. That's all. I know. I did. I. Really? Uh, yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Um, no, we, we have we have some more questions. Would for you say other. that the voice that you use in this recording is your voice? Because you know how you switch voices depending on who you're talking to. It is. And personalities. It is my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doubting that. No, I don't. I'm, I'm, okay. I don't know. I no, don't know. it is my voice. I don't I, know who you are anymore. I find... <laughs> I find that listening to some prior episodes when you listen to them and I hear my voice and I don't like my voice, but I feel like sometimes I come across as a little too like harsh. I'm trying to be like energetic or enthusiastic or, you know, and I feel like it comes across and it sounds a little, a little harsh. So I've been trying to be more just like normal in the way I talk. Okay. So is this my real voice? I, I would say, yes, this is my real voice. I think we're going to find out because we're going to get into it. We're going to find out. I think your real voice is going to be revealed. What do you think? What do you think my real voice is? I don't know. We'll find out. I think there's I think there's no way around it as we What are you doing with in. your hands right now? I was now? just looking. I realized there's different things on these cards. So I was like, wait a minute. His says something different over there. Does mine? And I does. So yes. um, we, I want to play this game with you. And it's called what? Let's get deep. Let's get deep. And I think that if you truly are getting deep, inevitably your voice is going to come out, don't you think? Well, I think that's maybe a universal. I think yes, but I think we've re- we have recorded like and released music. like seventy five episodes of this podcast. I'm pretty sure it's my voice. Yeah. So if it's if it's consistent throughout this through game, this one episode today, based on then it's yeah, then we're going to know it's real. That, that that that's just been the okay. real you this whole time. This has been the real you. Okay. And if, if anybody's not, been questioning whether or not this is the real you, plus episodes just whoa yeah okay yeah okay let's do this let's do this you're gonna you want to start so i believe you ask me a question and then i answer we've done very similar games but this one we actually bought and today so we haven't looked at any of these we can do there's there's three levels the first level is icebreaker the next one is level two deep and then the next one is level three deeper which i think some of those probably are not going to be um recorded you don't think um, based on what some of them are, I don't. I don't know that we will. Re- re- oh, I didn't look at them. You've cheated. Well, I think on the box there's a couple, and I saw one. Yeah, that was just something that I don't think we're gonna. Oh well, out. then maybe just don't read it instead of making me edit out things. Don't ask questions. I know that's what I'm saying. We're not going to read those questions. We'll okay. skip those so questions. I didn't mean you, record it. I meant like we're just there's probably parts of you that you ha- want to hide. What are those parts? What are they related to? So I know, so I don't read them. Well, what it's not parts of me that I want to hide. What questions but, are you uncomfortable uh, answering about sex? 
Oh, okay. The irony there. Okay. I'll answer the question. I don't think we want it released on this podcast. Weirdo. <laughs> Why not? The idea is that this is a game between not, couples, I believe, <laughs> is the intention. Yes, yes. Or maybe not. I'm messing with you. Maybe these are maybe these are family questions. Are these all family questions? I think this is. I mean, it says two players plus, so exactly. maybe, maybe it's a. Uh... Don't be such a prude. <laughs> Get with the times. Uh huh. Um. All right. Ready? I sure. I have a question for you. You want me to go first? You want me to start with icebreaker? Is that your question? Do you what want me level, to go first? What level do you want me to start at? I think start with icebreaker. Let's break the okay. ice. Let's see if this is my voice. Okay. Um, um, wow. How many are you going to read before you just pick one? You're, you're worried I'm not going to be able to answer these, well, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, you're not going to be able to answer this one, especially. <laughs> well, it's the first one I saw, don't so Don't pick that one. Just right. go to the second one. Cheat. What's your go-to joke or one-liner? Oh, I don't have one. <laughs> That's very obvious. I don't have one. Are you sure? Yeah, I think that um, I think the problem is if I did have one, I would I would just know that it's it's my go to, and therefore I yeah. Would so already... what is your go to? No, I don't have one. What I'm saying oh. is I I think I I don't have one, and I think if I if I ever did, I'd be so self conscious about saying that same one liner. Does a one liner have to be a joke? Well, no. Because I think yours is. Oh, I'm ready for a nap. So. No, it's I'm ready for a nap. Yeah, probably. I'm really tired. <laughs> Or I'm ready for a nap. I'm ready for a nap is your one line. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> that was a fun one. I'm going to ask do you, you what, we're going to do three. So we're going to go through the line. Oh, we you're going to do, are you going to do a round of three? Yes. Okay. Do you want to go deep or deeper next? Um, well, let's just go in order. Okay. Okay. Because um, I'm boring like that. Lose all your friends, but win the lottery or keep your friends, but don't get a raise <laughs> for the last rest of your life. Why do I need to? Really I don't have that? any friends, so that's a tough one. <laughs> Wait you a tell second. Tell me all the time you have friends. Lose all your friends, but win the lottery. Uh huh. Or keep, keep your, your friends, friends, but don't lose. I'm sorry. sorry but keep the this same. Keep the same sentence. salary. Lose all your friends, but win the lottery. Okay. Or keep your friends, but don't get a raise for the rest of your life. Why? Well, I make a comfortable living, so I'm going to choose to keep my friends. <laughs> I'd rather have my friends and have people that I can... No raise for the rest of your life? What if you lose your wife over this? Well, you're a friend, aren't you? You might lose me over this. Are you a friend or are you not a friend? Does that not count as a friend? I don't know. You're right. So you might lose me over this. Right. So you're going to... So I'm going to say I'm going to keep you. I'm choosing to keep you. Oh. And Don't the friends get a choice in this? (laughs) Please win the lottery and go away. (laughs) The further away you go, the better. (laughs) Depends. Do I, do I win it before you're no longer my friend and we're like divorced so you don't get anything? Or do I win it the other way around? I'm not you know sure. I mean? Yeah. Anyway, no, I would I would, I would, would choose to keep my friends in okay. my life. I'd sell the house and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Take my house. That's why I'm glad I'm you didn't get here. that question. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That was a safe answer. Well, it was definitely a safe answer. It was deaf, but I, yeah. But I, we're not used. To, we're you know we're typically you're not a gen, gen generally you're not an honest person. So I guess I'm not surprised that you answer that. No, I just think it's one of those things that because that... you, you lie, because you're a liar, and that's what you do. You know you'd take the lottery. I'm really tired right now. <laughs> you ready? No, for I a would nap? not. No, I would not take the lottery and lose everything. No, you're not. You actually think I would. That's what. That's what the problem is. You actually think that I would do that. I don't know what you would do. Which is sad. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would get what is sad. I'm telling you what I would do, and you still are like, yeah, I don't really know that that's what you would do. It's kind of weird. You might want to, you might want to check yourself on that. I think that um, it depends on how much the lottery was for. I think you'd really have to think about it. 
Um, and no, I just think that okay, whatever. We don't need to belabor the issue. Okay. I think I think that the the whole thing is that at that point it's irrelevant because money's not going to buy me happiness, and I would rather have what I have now. Okay. Okay. That's where I'm at with it. So one more. One more. This is deeper. Okay. This is deeper. The deepest. I was looking at your piles. I didn't see. Okay, you've got the whole pile in your hand. All right. Between us, who makes more of the decisions? <laughs> that's a deeper question. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, that's, that's mm-hmm. you know, it's you, but... Oh, it is. But I'm going to say, though, this is the thing. You make... What was the question exactly? Bet- who makes more of the decisions? Yeah, between us, who makes okay. more of the You decisions? make more of the actual decisions from a number standpoint. You make more decisions than I do in our relationship. Oh, oh. so you make more important decisions? Is, well, I'm not... Are yours more quality? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm... <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that my decisions are better. I'm saying that if we were to look back on the on our history together and look at the decisions that have been made, you would probably argue things that I'd be like, well, that was your decision. You'd be like, no, that was actually your decision. You know, um, buying our first house... Uh, you know, different things along the way that I've pushed for building the patio we did, putting the pool in that we did, all of that, mm-hmm. you would you would probably say, well, those are really your decisions. Mm-hmm. And so I'm saying that it's not that they're more important decisions, but from a, the scale of the decision, I made those decisions and I don't think you would take credit for, and when I say credit for it, like you would be like, no, those were your decisions. But on the daily, you make way more decisions than I do. Mm, okay, Mine are not more important. I'm just saying it's like the bigger ticket things the bigger yeah. you know bigger like what are we gonna have for things? dinner what are we doing today yeah um that kind of stuff what do you need yeah. me to do today dear oh wait that's that's a question you're asking me what do you need me to do no, today you, dear? You yeah i was gonna to say me. okay yeah on a daily basis those are yes. the daily decisions because yeah. you've never asked me what do you need me to do for you today dear oh hell no yeah exactly <laughs> just being being honest here you ready for yours uh but also to be fair how many complaints do i have about you every single day not making decisions yes all the time what are we going to do today i don't know whatever you want to do uh-huh okay well i guess we're gonna and again i guess i have to be our motivator that is and i have to be our initiative (laughs) that is that is true and then (laughs) the flip side of that which i will admit you're 100 percent right i'll be like oh let's do this you're like yeah i don't want to do that that does happen on occasion okay yeah yeah Where I'll have like, I want, let's do this. And you're like, no, I don't want to do that. Or, hey, what do you want to do for dinner? I don't know. What if we go to this place? And you're like, yeah, I don't want to go there. How about we go to this place? And it's like, well, why didn't you just say that from the get-go? Don't even ask me. Don't waste your time. Whatever. This is boring. Go ahead. My turn. (laughs) Would you rather your partner help with the dishes or help with laundry? Laundry. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Why is that a no-brainer? I would much rather do the dishes than laundry. You would. Well... Okay. When I when it says help, I don't mind putting it in, taking it out. But the folding piece, if you're like, I want help folding laundry, I would do it. But that's much more painful I than would, just doing the it dishes. It would be very painful for me to, to watch have me. you fold laundry with me. That would be it. It is very painful to watch you fold laundry. Yeah. I mean, that whole that would not we, work well. We should we should film that sometime. And put that out there for people. <laughs> it's like watching somebody from Gen Z fold laundry. It hurts. I don't know what that looks like. Have you not been to a retail store lately and those yeah. young kids like wad up your clothes and throw them in your bag? <laughs> but they like take 10 minutes to it wad up the clothes? It takes 10 minutes to wad them up. That's true. That is true. <laughs> what, just, what did you just do there? <laughs> it's not this nice clean fold. It's like, oh, I'm going to ultimately put it in a ball. Yes. I just had to check for all the tags first and, and go over every inch of clothing. But then I had to go wad it up and yeah, but, take a bunch of time to do that. But they definitely think they're folding it. Like it's definitely yeah. like, am I fooling anybody here? Yeah, no. 
Okay. I agree That's with that. That's what it's like watching you fold laundry. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I need one of those folding boards they use in retail stores. No, you don't. You, fold you, just, around. you don't need No, that. I just don't need to fold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently. Okay. Have you ever sleepwalked? Describe what happened. I Yes, I think so. I don't. I could I don't. I know I've sleepwalked because I remember at one time I remembered. I, re, I know that I remembered sleepwalking. I don't remember the incident now, but I know I have sleepwalked when I was a child. Like... How old were you? Do you know? About? Young. I mean... Under 10. I don't know. Under, But I know that I think I used to like sleepwalk to the bathroom or whatever, you know. Okay. Like I wasn't fully awake. And then mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I was awake. What happened? I don't know. I just told you I don't uh, remember okay. the story. I don't remember. Okay. You don't remember any time, of it. You just know you've done it. For, yeah. There was a period okay. of my life where I knew that I, I could, I know that I remembered sleepwalking, but I'm going to tell you right now, I don't remember sleepwalking. Okay. I just know one time I did. I had that narrative. Okay. Does that was, that, help? that was really exciting. Okay. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Um, do you feel, this is deeper, this is the, mm-hmm. actually it should be deepest, but it's just deeper. Do you feel like you and your partner cuddle enough? Explain your reasoning. Yes, because that's all we do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, don't ask for my input on that. My friend keeps telling us that we spend too much time together. He's telling me that we spend too much time together. She says that all the time. And I don't I'm think like, we cuddle I'm too like, much, you though. you say that all the time. <laughs> I don't think we cuddle too much, though. Okay. We're I think we do spend all our time together, but I think like we're on the couch together or we're, we're with each other. We're always cuddling on the couch. I don't know, but it's like, I don't know. Like we actually watched a show earlier today, a little while ago. Mm-hmm. The Crown season seven. Yeah. And we like, that was like, that was like cuddling. A lot of things we like sit there next to each other and like we hold each other's hand or whatever, but like today we cuddled. Okay. If you're scooched up next to each other and you're touching and your legs are <laughs> intertwined or your arms or something, you're cuddling. I'm sorry. Maybe we should define cuddling, but. Oh no, I think, I think you're right about that. Okay. I'm just saying that I, I, I don't think we can cuddle enough. Like I don't think there's a, I don't think there's too much. Okay. You want to cuddle when you're at work? You want to take me with you? Is yes. that what you're saying? Put you in my pocket. We drive. Could we cuddle when we're driving together? We could do that. We need a different car, but yeah, we could do that. Okay. Or we'll just like move the, the center console over to the side and put you next to me. You we'll are we'll very have a love hot. seat. You radiate heat. There are times when I cannot cuddle with you because yes. I've never met anybody like you, but um, oh, you literally that was nice. you radiate heat from your body. I know I which do. Which is fascinating, really. Honestly. I've never well, I've can't... never encountered a human like you. It's not like you're just hot. I don't like, know. There's that an it's... energy field coming right now. I was gonna say I don't know you. that it's possible to ra- to radiate more heat than anybody else with the same body temperature. Is that a possibility? Is that a thing? You literally radiate heat okay. all the time and I've never I've never been around somebody like that. Like it's not just like like it's it's emanating from you. It's interesting. You know, it's like a microwave energy. It's not like you know, it's heat in a different way. It's like know. a radiant heater, like exactly is actually mm, what it's You're welcome. Like. You're welcome There's to no have me. There's no force to air or anything. You're welcome to have me. Thank you. Okay. So my turn? It's your turn already. Okay. Um, What'd you think of season seven of The Crown? <laughs> Why are you asking me that? Well, we just said we just finished it. Um, I liked it a lot, but I'm disappointed, as you know, because it just ended... Um, well, you can't you can't spoil it. I know. Where it ended in, in time frames, I'm like, wait a minute, we've got like another... Like, there's more to the story. Dec- there's more than a decade of good information to show here, and I want to see it. So not cool. Anyways, yeah, they say I just googled it, and but it is a great show. They though. say unfortunately it is the final season. So it is a great show. I think that um, obviously there's creative liberties that were taken in some of it. There's but a lot that I want to know if it's true or not. Yeah, <laughs> they will never know. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was good. It was. It was good. I'm glad you liked it. 
This, the little that you paid attention to. I mean, I know the story. I paid attention to all of it. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, Jim. What TV show would you want to be a featured guest on or participate in? Ooh, feature TV show. The Crown? <laughs> no. Um, I'm trying to think if I would pick one now or like back from our childhood. I don't care. Just pick one. I know. I Tell don't know. Why. Um, just to speed this up. Because you don't need to speed it up. No, no, no. But I'm to sit here and try to think of what show would I really want to be on. Silver Spoons, me, I think, as you said. Oh that. my God. I want to be Ricky. Rick okay, with, Ricky with the train Spoon. and the, <laughs> the house. Yes, I think everybody <laughs> wanted to be on that show. That just came to my mind. <laughs> That's what I was trying. I'm like, what shows do we? Because I, yes, that show would definitely be one that I'd want to be on. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of. I don't know. Like, I think like uh, some kind of uh, sci-fi type show or something that would be like just in a different world would be kind of cool. Okay. It's like a magical type of uh, place, but... Magical? Okay. Well, you know, something different, just to be like... What kind of magic? I don't know. Like, um, you know, you could go from like Goonies to like, um, oh my gosh, what's the name of the one with Fred Savage and it's a book and it's the big... Never Ending Story. Never Ending Story. used to love that movie. Like what? Right. So like that kind of land, like Never Ending Story, but I also wouldn't want it to be like dark and like, you know, you kind of want it to be fun. Okay. But I guess you're just a guest on the show, so, you know, it's not a real place. Probably be a letdown. Okay. Well, what about, like, Saturday Night Live? Would you do something like that? Oh, no. No? I mean, I wouldn't say wouldn't do it, but... It'd be hard not to laugh the whole time. It would be hard, and I would I would be, I think, so self-conscious on something like that. But you could just be, like, a guest. Just, though. like, a guest, like, you're yeah. just there on the side, yeah. like, some... No, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That'd be but fun. yours, you didn't, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, you went to fantasy sci-fi... That's where you'd want to I be. I was trying to think of like a, like a, you know, actually one that it's not a show, but like uh, Willy Wonka, like the okay. original Willy Wonka. But again, it's it's a guest on the show. So it's, it's, that doesn't really mean much. I'm just talking about something with like a, a crazy land like that where you could probably get to do fun stuff. Well, on I the show. think that's really telling. I think I believe that too. Like I wouldn't choose anything like that. Mm-hmm. No, you would pick Silver Spoons. I think you want to be like, do you like, want to be a little bit of a trickster? Would you be a trickster character? A trickster? Too? Yeah. No. Why would I want to be a trickster? I don't know. What would you want to be? In that? <laughs> what, what, what role would you would you want to play? Charlie Bucket. It's not who I would want to be. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to be the special, the special character, like the main character who is like the special one? The special one, the main yeah. character. Yeah. No, I'd like to be like the like the um, the good guy hero sidekick. You want to be a sidekick? Like a maybe not a sidekick, but like a secondary character that. Is what like, was the name of the creature in Never Running Story? Well, Falcor was the thing. Oh my God. Is that what, what was, you'd want to be? Like Falcor? Yeah. yeah. That's why like not? the. Um, the dragon. Yeah. The I flying. Know, full disclosure never saw the movie, never read the book. I don't understand. It was boring. I don't understand how you never <laughs> saw the movie. Everybody saw I that movie. I would start watching that movie, getting really excited about it because they had Fred Savage in real life. And the minute he went into his fantasy land, I like could not. I tried so hard to pay attention. I couldn't do that it. That is not shocking because anything we watch that's remotely yeah, I don't like, sci-fi, I can't do it. like you totally lose interest. Yeah. And I'm like, this is really cool. This is great. Like this just to go in that world and. Nah, fam. Yeah. No All right. Moving on. But you would like to be in a sporting role. You would like to be that. Is, so was it a? Dra- I was thinking like Stranger Things or something or would be kind of cool. What do you want to be cool. in Stranger Things? Um, I don't know. Like a, like another kid that you just comes. Just never to help. want to be the center, do you? 
No, like, so in Stranger Things, the, what's the guy's name? Steve. That's the older kid that, like, comes and helps him out. And he's just a good dude. Okay. Like, All right. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry I got stuck on that question for a while. Yeah, you did. Um, what movie scared you the most when you were little? Ooh. Um, I didn't... I, I didn't watch a ton of the scary, scary movies that came out, but... What movie scared you the most when you were little? It scared me the most. It did. You were little? How old were you? Well, when it came out, it was like a TV series, um, like a... I think it was like a however many part, like a mini series on How TV. How old were you? I don't remember when it came out. I want to say, I mean, maybe 10. I don't know, 12. Okay. I could be totally wrong on that, but I feel like it came out in the 80s. And again, it was like a, you know, eight part TV show or something that it came out. You didn't watch like Poltergeist or anything when you were really I little? remember Poltergeist. I see. I did watch Poltergeist, but I don't remember enough about that one. So for some that reason, I don't know. I, it scared everybody. And I don't, Blonde I don't know why little girl one. stuck in the TV. She, I was like looking in a mirror. That movie scared the so shit out of me. So maybe it scared me so much that I, I completely blacked it out because <laughs> I remember bits and pieces of it. But for the most part, that I think I've mentioned it many times, like with the kids, I want to go back and watch the original one. Again, because Did I don't you remember. Wa- do you think you watched it when? Because it came out when I was little, and I oh, of course, you know, I have I'm no gonna, supervision okay. at home, so I was watching it at a very young age. Like, were you? Not do like you. you, think you I don't waited? think. But I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna actually take it back. It, it was scary. The ending sucked. It, the ending totally ruined the whole thing. I'm gonna take it back though. I do recall what scared me the most: Children of the Corn. And after watching that movie, every time we drove up north and we drove, um, you know, between here and like Flint on 23 and there's cornfields and stuff i always got a little bit weirded out okay i don't think i ever saw those cornfields i don't think i ever saw that one you probably would have been a teenager when you saw that though is my guess right no the first one came out and it was i think the first one came out in the 80s again so i don't think so what are you looking up um nothing don't worry about it okay um are you ready for your deeper question um yeah hold on one second okay i do want to i do want to look this up children of the corn 84 is when that one came out. So we were six when it came out. I probably didn't see it when we were six, but I'm guessing within a couple of years or something, maybe. So probably by 10, I had seen it. Okay. Ready? Sure. If a fortune teller could tell you one thing about your future, what would you ask? Oh, Um, will I still be married to you? (sighs) Come on. You poor wounded soul. I know. That's the one thing I would ask. <laughs> I would want to know, am I still going to be married? Really? Yeah. You have the answer to that. <laughs> I don't think I do. I'm not sure that uh, we just already determined that you make the most of the decisions around here. So. Um, All right. So how would that change things based on the answer they give you? Would, would you do something differently with your <laughs> life right good, now? That's a good question. I'm like, <laughs> All right. It's not going to work. Just see you later. Whatever. We're done. No, I'm kidding. Um I don't know, because I don't think I'd want to know about health stuff necessarily. I wouldn't. But you know what? Okay, so maybe though, maybe I would want to know that because then I'd be like, okay, I've got 20 years left or I've got 30 years left. Like, when am I going to die? If you know you have two years or you have 30 years, I might be like, fuck it, the next two years, like, I'm going to live, I'm going to, I'm going to live life. I'm going to make the best of it. Yeah. So I don't, I, I, don't, I, think I don't think I could find myself not obsessing about it. So I don't think I would. I think I, that's where you and I, I would probably obsess about it, but I think you and I are different that way. For sure. I think I would definitely actually probably ask that. That's when would I die? I would, um, somebody I know that just died was like told that they had a mass and they refused any inquiry into that. So they never knew what it was or what mm-hmm. it would do. 
and it was probably cancer and it took their life within a year. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, there was other, other situation. I mean, it depends on how old you are and mm-hmm. quality, quality of life in general. But I was thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, if I was in their position, I think I would, would have done the same thing to be honest. Cause it's like, well, if given the you information, would, okay. okay. So, so in hindsight, I don't know the exact scenario that this person had. Okay. Right. But I'm saying if I was, I know, I also know what, know what they thought they had i guess if i was in that scenario i'd probably do the same thing because i'd be like okay if i feel like i have no quality of life if i am older and i'm losing my ability to remember things but at what age is older that you would consider that that's all relative yeah, okay. but if i'm like given a diagnosis of something that maybe isn't imminently terminal but is also like there's no cure for this life's not going to get any better for you oh and now you have this too like I think I might just be like, you know what? I don't want to know. I don't want to know because now I'm going to, I might obsess about time frames and symptoms and just overly, I don't know how I would handle that. Either way, it wouldn't be, it would be hard. Um, but well, I've definitely gonna, never been that make, person I'm that would want to know. You, I'm going to make you follow through on that if that ever happens. Like, oh, you're going to make me? I'm you can't. Make you. I'm gonna guess make, what? I'm you can't. Make you. We live in America, buddy. I know. And for now, I'm, we we're, have we're the moving. freedom. We're moving. <laughs> you're getting treatment, damn it. No, that it wasn't like. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. And that's a terrible situation like to even be faced with and right. having to make that decision on what you do, knowing that, you know, like you said, the quality of life is. Yeah. But no, I definitely would never want to be told when my last day was or how it was going to go. I already know that. Yeah. I might have to think about that a little bit more, but I think that if that was a question I could ask, I think I might. I mean, certainly if they're like, you're going to be 99 years old and you will die peacefully in your sleep with surrounded by family. Like, yeah, thank you. I wanted to know that. <laughs> but of course, unfortunately, that's not how it works. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. All right. That was a deeper question. Yeah. Okay. So you said, I totally interrupted you and hijacked that answer. To remind me again what your answer was. No, I think my answer would be, when am I going to die? Oh, yeah. God, we we was... literally had a whole conversation about it. Because the question was, what would your question be? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, you actually just said, I don't think it would be that. I At first I was saying that, and then I said, I was maybe I didn't, maybe I wasn't clear on that. But I think I would, I think ultimately that's probably the question I would want to know. Because the first question I said is, you know, are you still going to be married to me? Like, what, you know. It's so funny. I, I got to like just say what my question would be. What your what your thing would be? Okay, what was your question? What's my life purpose? <laughs> I mean, that's my most burning uh, question. Yeah, okay. every day. Okay. Yeah, and as soon as you, I don't know for some reason when you said fortune teller, I went to the future, and I didn't even think about the that's right now. Also, the future though. Like, yeah, it is. I know. It's a journey. That's a good question. That's it's a really a good question. Yeah, maybe I'll change mine. Maybe <laughs> if I get there, maybe I'll change it. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll I'll just be like, well, then I got a short period of time to figure out what my life's purpose is. How would knowing when you're going to die change anything for you? I just I just told you, I think that um, if it was like, hey, you have two years left to live. Honestly, if they said it was 20 years or they said it was 40 years, that wouldn't make that much of a difference. But if they were like, it's five years, then I would want to like do everything to live life now. And there's certain things I would just be like, then I'm not, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm right. not going to like. And what would those things be? Get details. Um, Give the deets. 
That's what we want to know. I don't know, the, 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 the monotony of the day-to-day routine, like, you know, even going to work every day and stuff lot? like that. Like, I, of course, I have to do that because we need a paycheck and stuff. I'm just saying it's day like... Day-to-day, are there, is it, would the way you interact with people change? Would you disagree? Prob- would it, there things that you would say or wouldn't say that you've probably. been holding back or that... I think probably that, and I think that... Well, you know, the reality is I say, yeah, probably I would probably talk to, you know, or interact with people differently. I don't, I don't know that I actually what I would want to, but um, I think that's always harder, easier said than done just because okay, you so are Okay, so that's not are. your thing. So. And so what is your thing? What would you do differently? Like, you can't speak in generalizations here. I know that's where the place you prefer to stay, but. I guess I would take every opportunity to maximize life and like go maximize. out. Well, I mean, go out and go out and. How much time do would things. you spend perusing the coupons in your Target app? I wouldn't at all. You wouldn't at all. <laughs> Interesting. And I know. That's okay. I, I don't want to answer. I this. want you to remember. I don't want to. I don't want to answer this question for you right now because I know what this means. Why don't you just do all that stuff now? Why don't you just do all that Yesterday stuff? Yesterday we were Christmas shopping, and you're like, "You're welcome that I went with you and saved you all this money because yep. you take the time to go through all that stuff." And I don't have time for that in my life. Because um, you have me. But you're welcome. <laughs> exactly. you, and then you said, um, then you said, uh, well, I said, well, you're welcome for giving you an excuse to tend to your coupon addiction. But because for me, Jim, when it comes to buying gifts, and I understand I'm going to definitely fire up some controversy here and hate mail, but um, if you have a dollar limit on somebody and it's like, cool, I found this present. Finally, I'm done. Meets the dollar limit. And then you're like, oh, I have a coupon. I'm like, no, that means I have to find something else. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too wrapped up in that stuff. I, I mean, we went shopping, we got gifts. It wasn't about the dollar limit for the gifts. It was about, oh, we saved money because I have the Target Circle app and we I got, know, but you I know. will pay Target Circle not to send me emails and text messages every 30 fucking seconds I of don't my get, life. I barely get anything from them. Bullshit. From them. I get plenty of okay, other stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, you do, I do too also. So stop. I do. No, they rope you in. They Constantly. suck, they suck you in with that We've stuff. We've had this debate lots Yeah, they of suck times. you. We got to go today because this the, the you know the coupon ends today we got to go shopping today not yeah. tomorrow no i totally i totally hear you there i know i think i would just be um i would definitely try to be more intentional about my life but i think just in trying to do things that maybe are on my long-term bucket list you know that say hey over the next 20 years like i want to go back you know we want to go to england and you know ireland and we want to travel and we want to do that stuff like the reality is it's and i you know you never know but if i knew i was going to die in five years i'm like okay we have to figure out how to make this work and we have to do it now whereas like we don't necessarily have all the resources to do that now but i think i would try to prioritize right those types of things okay yeah you know yeah speaking of which i guess i just want to mention because i just thought of this i want to mark this in history that um I connected with a, a relative in Sweden this last couple of weeks through Ancestry because um, we share relatives on our family tree. And I, you know, I don't have I've mentioned before, I have no first cousins um, and on either side of my parents. And the Swedish side of my family is my mom's side. Are you okay? You look like you're going to... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to make noise in the microphone, but I've, I've got I got a little uh, <clears throat> clearing my throat okay. over here. Well, I want you to listen to me. Not I am. stress about your. You have no first cousins. No, it's okay. So you're here. I just want to make sure you're paying attention. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, I mean, I can always listen back, so it's I not like I'm got missing anything. This message asking how I knew this Carl, and I'm like, 
was concerned that maybe it was scammy because I'm like, what do you mean? Look at my family tree. It clearly says how I know this guy, but I don't know how, what other people can view. I don't know. But long story short, this person, it was my grandfather, obviously, but she, like, the beautiful thing about Ancestry is when you pay for the tree option, which is expensive, which from time to time I deactivate, but when you reactivate, all your info's still there. Um, they had, this person had photos of my great grandmother from a fairly young age, probably in her twenties. There's other photos of people over there that I, it was so cool to see. And I, I can, you can download them, you know, cause they're already identified as this person through the database. And so I download it and add it to my tree. So I wonder if that's how I like got mm-hmm. triggered to her because I am guessing that she didn't do the DNA because she's not, I don't see her in the DNA stuff. But anyways, long story short, she had reached out to me and I was a little hesitant at first because I was like, oh, is this some sort of like scammer or something? But did a lot of digging and I'm like, well, I guess maybe, but I doubt it because <laughs> I'd be pretty sophisticated to get nothing. Um, but it was really neat because this person is like her her great grandmother and my great grandmother are sisters. And she lives over in Sweden and she it's just it was just neat to be be in contact with somebody. So it does make me want to like go back over there. Mm-hmm. I know. And I definitely want to, I really also, um, I haven't shared this with you, but I really want to go to Ireland. I think that's my next place because that is where my other grandmother's family is from. Yeah. And I have it. And you have a lot of lot ancestry of over there. Ancestry over there. We both so, do. Yeah. Well, that's going to be our next trip. And it might be our first uh, solo Sans Kids trip. Maybe. There's a possibility for that. Mm. What you say? Why do you say that? Maybe some will go. I don't know. They might. I mean, we might invite them. Maybe we won't. It just depends on when we go. But I mean, you know, for you and I to go and travel, it's a lot with, you know, yeah, six, seven people. And I love it. I mean, it's not that I don't, but at the same time, it's like you and I could go and not have to worry about anybody else's schedules. Yep. And, and go for we a can week. just go with kids. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. It's your turn All right. To my turn. Questions. Choose your category. Um, I'll go deep. Ooh, mixing it up. I like it. Describe what you think the future will look like in 50 years. In 50 years. You'll be 95. Wow. I probably won't be here would be my guess. So it will be the future sounds me. And then what's the point of any of it, really? (laughs) What's it going to look like? Um, I don't know, Jim. That's a, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't even know if that question is worth answering for me. What I kind of agree. To be honest, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's so open-ended and it's like, what do you mean? What's it going to look like? I we know, could have flying know. cars. Like, uh, who knows at this point? I mean, nothing surpri- Nothing would surprise me. Mm-hmm. Are we going to be all plugged in and not leave our houses and, you know, everything is virtual reality and who knows? I mean... That's pro- that I think that there is going to be a lot of that. I don't think it's going to be as drastic as... Um, What's that movie that we watched? The video game one where they were all living in these trailers that were set. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of that one too. Reality too. Yes. Um, I do think that that I don't think that it's gonna be that extreme, but I definitely think that I think that'll be an option. That's gonna be an option. Yeah. And there's gonna be people that know how to moderate that, and Mm -hmm. people that don't. Um, So other than that, I don't know that I really have much more to say about that. I'm okay with that. Like I said, that's a question you could, if we wanted to, we could have a whole a whole episode on, and it would also be meaningless. I do think it makes sense based on what some people say about, you know, the evolution of the collective that there may be more of a, you know, individualism situation going on where people are more definitely like going inward, and there's less 
of like so that would line up with you know living in a virtual mm-hmm. reality too and you know what it might all be over <laughs> i doubt it that's a possibility i doubt it okay but it's a possibility yeah, I, it's I always a possibility. I wouldn't rule it out, so. It's always a possibility. I know, that's what I'm saying. It's such a human thing for you to say that. It's a real possibility in this lifetime. Well, you were like, oh, I doubt it, and I'm just saying I that. do doubt it. Yeah. We're just like, they're just like a little blip on the radar of the time of the, of this planet and this universe at this point. Like, I, I doubt it. Do you think that people will be living on other planets, um, or there'll be more t- uh, space travel? For recreation in 50 years, do you think that that will be more mainstream? I think there'll be that uh, travel. I don't know about living. I'm not sure that. Okay. I know if Elon Musk had his way, there would be, but I don't know that we're anywhere close to the reality of Would you want to do that? No. Like if it was an option now for you to, if it was affordable, would you be like, yeah, I'll go orbit the Earth, come back. I'll do that excursion. Um, No. Why not? I'm surprised to hear that. Well, okay. I, I was thinking in my head a couple. There's a, it's, So we're at a point where it's completely safe. It's like air travel. It'd be like the equivalent of a cruise or something. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Maybe. But, I mean, to do something that. Completely safe. I think that's funny. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying mostly. Mostly safe. For a week, not a year or whatever, you know, cadence it is. But well, yeah. I also, but I also was, don't know. How long know. were they gone in that? In that, I think Netflix like a, special. I think like a week. I could yeah. be wrong on that. That but, sounds but like also, torture. But You're that, imprisoned in this tiny bubble, well, that's orbiting I, the earth. That's I'm I'm envisioning like it. My own I'm envisioning health. it more like 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 I said, like a, a I don't want to say a cruise ship, but like a giant. Like in Wally, you know, it's like this whole world where Which like is you're... so weird to me. Why would one like that's just so no? It's incongruent with life. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's not. You really want to risk that just to go out there and see it from? The what if you asked the fortune teller, um, "What is my life purpose?" And the fortune teller told you, "Your life purpose is to establish um, intergalactic travel." I would. That would never happen. That's <laughs> well, not even an option. Okay. okay. Well, you don't know that. I do know that. Okay. I, I know, <laughs> you that, know that actually. But um, that's a really good question. I would say that she is on crack, and she probably she, is. It's time, it's time to retire. She's probably on shrooms <laughs> at least, or psilocybin or something, maybe. But all right, um, that was your deep question. Now you can pick icebreaker or deeper. Icebreaker. Okay. Oops, I asked that one already. Oh, well, this is quite fitting for you. You okay. have to choose. Okay. Skydive or scuba dive. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's the question. How far down does scuba diving go? It doesn't Neither. say. You have to choose. No, I need to know how far does... You, I'll, I will do well, the... A I'll, lot of scuba diving, you don't go down very far at all. You I can go down just do it in the swimming pool, 10, right? Like scuba feet. diving lessons at the high school oh, okay. swimming pool? Sure. Yes, that then. <laughs> the, that. <laughs> Lame. Okay, Lame. time for the deeper question. Oh boy, here you go. What is one of your current most major concerns? Or what are you most worried about at the moment? Oh, come on. I know. Um, this is this is like, again, this is a whole episode in itself, too. If you really <laughs> wanted to go there. Um, reread, please. I need to really take this one in. Sure. What is one of your current most major concerns? Mm-hmm. Or what are you most worried about at the moment? Um, I think that it would be related anything with to my it'd be uh, it would have it's related to my children obviously and their sense their own personal sense of 
contentment and safety. Yeah, that's that's not surprising at all. Why wouldn't you ask the fortune teller, let's keep going back to that one, <laughs> about your kids instead of your life purpose? Because... Is it because you're afraid of the answer? Yeah, like what's she going to tell me? Nope, sorry, there's tortured souls for, for eternity. Like that's not going to help me. What if she said your life purpose <laughs> is nothing? You have no life purpose. That's Everybody has a life purpose. You, I don't... Uh, okay. Even if it's just... What do you mean? Everybody has a life purpose. I don't know. I'm just saying. That's what, my belief. If, okay. So that question's irrelevant. <laughs> or that option's irrelevant. All right. All right. My turn. Okay. Do you... I'm not giving you a choice. I'm going to choose the order. Oh, I was going to actually ask you to choose. This is a hard one. Oh, boy. Between us, who is more organized? <laughs> this is a hard one? Okay. Um, you are more organized as far as where stuff is. No doubt about it. There's no question. You are more organized. Okay. However, as far as, and you're going to get mad at me for this, paying the bills and taking care of things and keeping that stuff organized and like following up on those things. First of all, first of all, I'm going to get mad, (laughs) you idiot. Because first of all, as I told you, before I married you, that's all I did. The problem that I have with paying the bills in this relationship is the manner in which you pay the fucking bills. And then that system didn't work for me. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? You take over. You had the system and you, you, take you over. didn't work. Your system didn't work. No, it didn't. No. And this is, this is, this is what I didn't even think would help. And it's like, hello, we've been together for 10 years. Uh-huh. For some reason, you think it's cool to have money in multiple banks, which is so stupid to me. Like, let's talk about overcomplicating no, I actually, our lives. No, you actually suggested Anyways, this. Anyways, relax Go ahead. here. Let me talk. Uh-huh. But when I met you, you had money in two to three banks. And then for some reason, you finally, a couple years in, you shut one bank down and you just streamlined to one other. Yeah. I yeah, kept yeah, my yeah. bank stuff. You yep. kept your bank stuff. We put each other on each other's accounts. Yep. But you, to me, your bank world is so foreign to me. It's just like I don't something I, I don't. I mean, I have I have an app. I have a login. I have the cards, but I don't ever do anything with that bank. So as far as how we switch money around and do all the things and separate things, it was just like this is silly. You just fucking start paying the things because this just streamline it. But then last week I said to you. Why do we still have two banks? And because you actually, you've been saying that for a while. You've been saying we should just do one bank, but yep. it was all about trying to figure out how, like, how it's a big, it's a big move because there's a lot of bills paid out of one of them, and like this, this whole thing. And then finally, I was just like, last week, I'm like, why don't you just start having your checks direct deposited in the account and, that I have at mine, and then we just like evolve from there, which you still haven't done, I don't think. And you'll see, things are gonna, it's gonna right. be a game changer well, for my level of involvement and the financial oh, situation. <laughs> I'm worried about that though. No, so last week I did deposit money into that account that you have. There was another account that you thought you had still that we were going to use, but we don't have that one. So I need to get the routing number and the information to get it into uh-huh. the account. The reason I had the two banks, Wait, which- you deposited money into my my bank? Yeah. What? When and why? Because to start getting things over there. How did you do it? Electronically? Yeah, With online. what? Uh, I have the app too. I know how to use it. You can deposit a check but electronically. It, I had so, a check. Oh, you had a check. I had a check that came okay. in the mail. Thank you. Explain that. Yes. Jeez. 
it's, right. my, it's for this my only it's get, for my only fans payments this is gonna get wild now i feel like i need to open another checking account i know see this is the because problem. i'm gonna be like wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> yeah so the reason that i had that this is this is the problem the two bank accounts was because we got your other car and our mortgage was through the one bank and we got a lower interest rate for i know having but an when account, i met you you had two didn't. bank accounts all on your own because you thought you were cool i don't know yeah, because I think I had the mortgage through the one, and I never closed okay, the other well, one that's up. That's weird. I know, that's so weird. I needed to I do have that. One bank, okay? Just have one bank. No, I told you, I'm more. I'm. I'm actually <laughs> definitely looking forward to getting rid of one and just having everything together. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. So as far as being organized goes, no, you're not organized. You got this bank account. This bank account. <laughs> this is going on. So you're. I wrong. don't miss a bill payment. You knock are on wood. wrong. I've never never missed bill payments either. I didn't. I don't. Excuse me. Also, we just got two late notices in the mail of two medical bills that you did not pay. And I was like, oh, look who didn't pay his medical <laughs> bill. I paid mine. It's medical bills. Mm-hmm. Nobody's worried about those. Yeah, sure. Anyway. No, there was an issue in um, the beginning because yeah, I'm laughing I, at you because it was an isolated thing. I missed utility bill yes. because you set it up for electronic payment. It was this whole thing. And again, I don't like the system that you use. I said, you know what? You take over. Take it. Take it. And guess what? It's all coming back. <laughs> it's all coming back to you. All right. Good. You okay. make me feel better. That was icebreaker, That right? was deep. Oh, it was? I think so. I think you're right. Okay. Oh, going deeper. This is a weird one. Okay. Um, what is the? I'm gonna pick a different one. What is the most important trait in a friend, and why? Um. Uh. No. I mean, honest, trustworthy. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't know. What do you, What do you mean? There's one and there's not one answer. It depends on what you. What is more important important to you exactly? I think somebody who's trustworthy. Trustworthy. Yeah. Why? You sound like you're sharing any secrets with anybody. If you, ha- maybe I am. Oh. Maybe if I have a best friend and I want to share something, <laughs> I want to make sure that that's not going anywhere, but I want to be able to count on them and have them be reliable. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into that, but I Is think. Is that going to be after another personality upgrade? Because you yeah. don't, you've never, you've never confided in anybody in your life. You don't know me. <laughs> I, no, I, what would you say? What do you think is the This is most your important? question. I answered it. I said, I think. my turn. I think to ask you something. I think somebody who's trustworthy. Trustworthy. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a better word to describe, like encompass more, but I'm just wondering how you define trust, though, because that seems pretty generic. I know. It's that, that, exactly. I mean, how narrow do you want to get about a trait? Um, I just think somebody that, I mean, somebody that you can depend on, somebody who, so maybe trustworthy is not the right word, but dependable, somebody who's consistent, somebody who's. I think that it does depend on how you what parts of trust are important to you? Because I guess, for example, I think one of the things I value most about my closest friends is that, are they trustworthy? Yes. What does that look like? They're honest with me. We have honest, we're emotionally honest. We have honest conversations with each other. We don't beat around the bush. We tell, call each other out on things. We're also supportive. Like, so that, that's just honesty, like emotional honesty. Yeah. So would you would you classify that as it just honesty then? Because to me, trustworthy no, is a little bit bigger than that. I think, we're, and to me, I think we're emotionally honest with each other. I mean, yeah. honesty. But that's do you think the most that, important thing to me. Honesty can be. You can. It can be. First of all, I want them to be honest people. But of course, that's the most important thing. 
my closest friends, that's why we're close with each other because we're emotionally honest with so each other. So honor- yours real. would be honesty. Emotional honesty. Emotional honesty. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Like, if, if, if sure, like if somebody was like, hey, I just want to let you know that I stole $10 from you. Like, that's honesty too, you know? <laughs> kind of <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, and I guess that's what I'm using trustworthy or, hey, is a little, bit, like, a little bit like a little bit. It is a bro- I'm using it in a broader. I'm trying to use it in a broader sense. I know you are, like, and I'm asking you to yeah. narrow in a little more. That's all. If you can't, you can't. No, I. If you well, can't go deeper. That's fine. I would honestly, honestly question, say I think the way you sum that up is emotional honesty. I think that is the number one thing. Not for you. What you do you recoil th- over emotional honesty, Jim? I think you don't even give an opportunity for it. You're like, wait, we're not going even going to go there. Yeah, but no, no, no. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue um, back against that a little bit. I, I understand what you're saying. However, I also disagree with you a little bit. If I have a friendship and I had somebody that was genuine and you know able to be emotionally honest with me, I would welcome that. Okay, because but you I think don't, because I think but that you there's don't initiate it. You, I right. think, if you have a friendship, it's like, do you please just keep it easy? Let's go out and have a beer and talk about fun things. Yeah, but I, you're but, not like, give me honest feedback. Let's talk about this. You know, t- this this talk about this deeper topic or this difficult thing, and just really like be real with me, and I'll be real with you, and like that. That's just okay. Not well, happening. not in that. That's not, not a, the way you navigate. Not in that relationship. Not in that like, way. But I think as I get older, I think, um, I think I'm recognizing the value of that a lot more. Going out and having a beer. Great, it's it's a nice escape, but at the same time, no, I think that there are situations where I I genuinely want a connection where I can talk to and I can actually get. I want real feedback. I want real, you know. Mm-hmm. Tell me, I don't want to hear. I don't want validation the whole time. I also want to like, what am I like? What can I do differently? What and I, you're right. I don't have a. I don't have people like that. I have a, a you know a couple that I can talk to a little bit, but if I had that type of relationship and it requires me to open up more and, and mm-hmm. to put myself in that position to be able to share that where in the past I've always been like, I don't want to share that because I, you know, I, I, I haven't been comfortable doing that. And I think that I would, I would really value that at this stage of my life. I okay. think that that's something that is, you know, you learn over time. I it's mean, a great escape to go out with somebody and have a beer, mm-hmm. but ultimately all you do is keep going back and doing the same thing because, mm-hmm. and I do have a friend that I've been able to do more of that with and really share a lot more than I ever have before. Mm-hmm. And that's been really nice to be able to do that and feel like, okay, you know, I've got somebody I can count on and I can trust, but I would welcome, I, I think that that, I, I would I, welcome more friendships that are yeah. deeper like that. I'm not trying to pick on you. I do agree with you that there has been a shift in that way and that you are absolutely open up. To but you're going to pick on me. I'm picking on you because I picked on you because in general, that is that is absent in your life. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you that it's a new it's a new friend pun of yours is emotional honesty pun. Yeah, sort of. Oh, because the, 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 OK. Emotional honesty yeah. is the friend. Yeah, got it. I got it. Um, I got it. But anyway, slow. <laughs> uh, I um, like in general, like. And I don't think it's just because you're a guy. Like I know plenty of guys that are connecting deeply and emo- with through emotional honesty all the time. So, I mean, most of my friends in life have been guys, and they've been emotionally honest relationships. So I don't think it has. To, I don't think that we have to stereotype it based on that. But um, I agree with you that you have been um, 
experiencing that and that you do value that. I just was thinking like, if we're going to be honest here, like overarching, like the number one thing you look for in friends, I don't know that you could be like that historically or globally. I would, That's I would, the number I would one absolutely thing. say historically that has not been the case. Okay. I want to be able to go out, be myself, not feel judged, have a good time, okay. have somebody that I can relate to, I can talk to, but I haven't gone, I guess, deeper and really okay. been able to actually be like, this is this is my life. Let's get yeah. into my world or your world. Let's actually talk about what yeah. really is going on on the daily, not just let's go out and have a good time. Yeah. That you part know. you just said about not being, I don't want to feel judged. I think that that was probably a big one, a friendship that's non-judgmental probably. Yeah. Historically, it's probably been the biggest one for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And, and holding back and Mm-hmm. For fear of being absolutely being judged and okay. then being like, oh, okay, well, you know, not yeah. going to do that again. Okay. Okay. Good answer. Was that all three? That's what I was just trying to figure out. Was it? Yeah, you started with deep and then you did icebreaker, then deeper, I think. Okay. So it's my turn. Yep. And we are going to go. I'll let you guess what cat. You can't look. Deeper. I know. That was terrible. I've been piles. Um, uh, I don't know if I want to ask you this question. Oh, why? I'm you, going to. Because I don't know if I want I want you to answer it. Uh-oh. Who would be your celebrity hall pass? Well, I don't think I would have a celebrity hall pass because I just can't really do that. But, um, and also, the celebrity that I would choose would be to have too much integrity to allow that to happen as well. So it would never work out. But I think it would be Dave Matthews. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> not surprised. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to put everything else to the side. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, he's married and yeah, he's got a family, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, of course not. But 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 you got to you got to be down for any of that. But you're asking the question. You got to kind of throw that out the window a little bit. But. He's just the one that got away, really. Right. So. Right. <laughs> How old were you when you started listening to his music? I was like. 16. Yeah. So he's older than me. He's uh-huh. an older man. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, was... I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to. Yeah. Okay. We'll move on. Moving on. Um. Yeah. I think Dave Matthews, though, probably I've had a crush on him forever, I think. So I don't know that there was a time where I would have been like if there's a decade where I'm like, oh, this is peak Dave Matthews, you know? Mm-hmm. But probably, like, for me, it probably would have been, like, between 95 and 2000 or something like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I just look at, would you want to sleep with Dave Matthews now? I mean, when you're talking about hall pass I don't think in hall the strict pass. sense of the... I don't think of hall pass okay. as, as, you would as like a to, sexual connection. Well, this, and this strictly says, uh, who would you have sex I think with? It, I think it, I didn't who, read that part of it. Oh, okay. Well, it I strictly don't, says that. I don't do that, though. Yeah. That's... He would just be the, he's, when I think of Hall Pass, it's just the white knight that's going to swoop in and yeah. swoop me off my feet. Okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to Icebreaker. Okay. This is stupid. <laughs> you don't have to pick it. No, I'm going to pick it. Okay. Baker Cook. Well, that historically was a no-brainer. Uh-huh. But I've since lost interest. I think I just baked out. It's like, I used to love painting and like, like painting like walls in a house. And I can't stand doing that anymore or even the thought of it historically i love to bake right now i think i'd rather cook them really yes okay i mean it's a boring question but for you it actually 
I would think no matter what, I would think you'd say bake. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just don't. I used to do it all the time and I loved it, but and now not so much. Okay. Know. Anyways. All right. Yeah, we're not going to waste any more time on that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not going to ask you that one. Okay. It's dumb. We've already actually talked about it. Okay. I'll read it to you anyway, but don't answer it. We just move on. Okay. If offered the opportunity to colonize and live on a new planet, would you do it and why? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I know. So I don't waste my time. If you had a chance to ask the government one thing, what would you want to know? Oh, that's, that's a good one. Interesting. I think it would. I don't know that I want to know, though. Well, no, I do. I think I just want to know, you know, hashtag Area 51 type stuff. Really? Yeah. What do you mean, really? I don't know. <laughs> that surprises you? Yeah, a little Why? bit. Why? I want to know what the U.S. knows, the government knows about extraterrestrial life, life forms. Yeah. I mean. I don't blame you for that. I'm just saying that. What do you, what would you think it would have been? Um, I guess that's a good question. I don't really know. I would think it would be something. Well, and that is a very, I guess I can see that. I'm just saying it would be something about. Um, the existence of life, but I don't know exactly what I don't. I don't have the question that I would think you would want to ask. Obviously, in so many areas, they know way more than they ever share. So you know, you talk about. I don't even know if it's that deep, to be honest. Well, I think I don't I think, even think it's that sophisticated. I think when I it comes really to uh, certain things related to science, I think absolutely. You think they are covering things up? I don't. I don't think it's that deep. I think, I think that think... the advancements they've made in this the realm of science are beyond what. We know about. I think I do a lot think that. more of it's available to you than you realize. You just don't take the time to look for it. But Probably true. I think that. Um, what was I going to say about that? Now I don't remember. Shoot. I, I like it. your question. I would like to know the answer too. So if you ever get that chance to ask the government, please let me know okay. what they tell you. I definitely. I mean, it would be naive. I think to think that there's not a lot of information there. Um, but um, when I said earlier, I said I don't know that I want to know. Yes, I want to know. I didn't mean it that that way. What I don't want to know about is potential, like, about... You don't want to know scary things, but you can handle life on other planets. Yes. Which, obviously, that makes sense. It doesn't surprise me. Well, yeah. I mean, that would... I think anybody would, don't yeah. you think? I would want to know that. Yeah. I don't really need to know if there's some sort of evil leader in the world, like plotting all these things. Like, you know, I don't. Really I would need like to, to take a poll. I don't really need to. I would like, like to take that. a. I would like but, to take a poll like on that question because about what's going on okay. with your discovery of extraterrestrial? Life. I would like. Yes. I would. If I, I think if you <laughs> took a poll on that question, I'm guessing at least sixty to seventy-five percent of the people would answer that same way. I would think. You, the, okay. That would ask that they want to know the same thing. I just think that there's, I just think you can get obsessed in paranoia and it's just like a slippery slope right. and like it's, it, and it's best, you know, just to let, let the things, let Play the people out. that want to handle those things, handle those things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Those are, uh, those are your three questions. Oh, I'm done. okay. What is the most important lesson you learned as a child? Wow. Okay. Um, the most important lesson I learned as a child i know um hell i don't know i mean (laughs) why why are you laughing at me well the most important lesson i learned Mm -hmm. i mean i don't i mean your whole childhood is full of just lessons i what's the most what's the most important important one? one i mean to uh 
to be an honest person, to, to have integrity, to be a, you know, to be a good person, to treat other people well. Like, are those, are those lessons? Those? I know that's who what I'm saying. Are those, those lessons that no, I learned? Who taught you those? those? And how, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So what <laughs> lesson did I... Have you learned any lessons in life, Jim? No. <laughs> Sounds not, like not it. Not many. You know, it's the fact that you're having a hard time figuring out if something was a lesson or not. So no, no, those, I'm just saying those are those are things I learned, but they're, to me, they're not lessons. I'm just clarifying that, that they're not necessarily lessons. So I'm when I when I think about a lesson, like doing something and then you could be like i learned that adults lie because i one day learned that santa wasn't real what? or you could what? say wait wait I wait wait what some people kids are mean because you know i was left out or those are good lessons what see I, you are so good at I, I, mine are all like stuff. dark and depressing though like can you think of anything <laughs> could you think of anything joyful um <laughs> <laughs> no not really uh, <laughs> yours are yours are better. I like yours better. Um, you know, it's like I, I to honestly, when you say that, and I think of like uh, one that's more more positive, it just seems like a cliche. Like, oh, if you work hard, like you can do whatever you want, can but I that's not true either. So, with a with a, I wanted to. Add, I, was it you that I was talking to this about? No, I was talking to my friend about it because she was. I mean, there are plenty of movies with. She was telling me about. Her daughter just found out in the reaction, and she was like, "Do you remember what happened? Do you remember your, you know, the moment that you found out?" And I said, "Oh yeah, I remember the of moment." Of course you do. Of course, I <laughs> did. She remember? No. And okay, she, I, don't I said, remember. "How?" I forgot. I'm like, "How old is your daughter?" And I forgot. Like, what? She's like seven. I was like, "That's when I found out." She's like second grade. I'm like, "That's when I found out." And she's like, "How did your kids?" She was asking me about how my kids found out. Um. But I remember the moment I found out. So you don't remember the moment you found out? No, I don't. Okay. I will say, going back to the lesson thing, going back to the question at hand, do you want to continue to talk about that? I was thinking it could be a lesson for you if you you remembered that. No, I don't remember that. Well, of course you don't. No. You were probably never told. Probably not. You were you were probably like my coworker. I you had the coworker. She's like she's like forty five years old. She's like, my mom still has never told me. She's she like, just, she just figured it out from friends and stuff. That's probably where I learned. But it you're from. not. A, but she was never addressed. It was just like we're just all pretending. Like we yeah. never. There was never a conversation. It was just like, yeah, no, yeah, no. And it's this whole thing. And she and she's laughing about it like it's a joke. Like she's laughing about yeah. it. But I'm also like, that's weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, in my opinion, I don't. That's weird. I could be wrong, but I don't. I I would be willing to. But it was never addressed outright. Uh, okay. <laughs> and you were the, so this probably doesn't, this doesn't uh, completely um, negate that, but you were the youngest of four. Yeah. But I was. They all, the, the ones had conversations. Yeah. It wasn't like it was right. not addressed. I'm just saying I was, I was a middle child. So I'm wondering, like my point is, I wonder if at some point it was addressed well after I already knew. Or but maybe, it wasn't, a, either way, you right. don't, okay. No, I, don't I don't recall, I don't I don't know recall. that that was a story, yeah, yeah, yeah. but to me, that, that's no logic there, Jim, because you still were never told. And then again, we don't know that that if was that a story. If that was a story, we don't know. I'm just saying, yeah, a I scenario that like that. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I specifically remember um, there was a boy in my second grade class who was just telling us like, yeah, I was literally just having this conversation last night or two nights ago. Because I was, I was like, I still remember. Like, do you remember so and so? We were in second grade together. I'm like, we naming names, and we could remember those people. But I was like, he was sitting there trying to tell us that Santa wasn't real, and my friend and I were like, yes, he is. Yes, he is. And 
then like I went home that night and I was talking to my brothers and I was like firmly like, no, he's real. Like my brother, like they would not, like, there's so, I have so much cooperation here. My mom has an explanation for everything. Trust me. She's already told me that those are the elves that are dressed up as Santa in the malls. Like she, there's just so many things right. that she said to me where I'm like, there's no way that that, like it doesn't line up. Sorry, kid. His name was Peter. I'll never forget it. But anyways, <laughs> was, um, so then I remember getting home though. And it's so funny, like in hindsight, like how you could see this play out. I like had like one of my presents. And at this point, actually maybe weeks went by because I'm starting to think because that was prior to Christmas and then we had Christmas. And then I remember I had a My Child doll, which if you are an 80s girl, you know what the My Child dolls are. were. They're amazing. And I had it and I was like fighting with my brothers and I did something to my doll and they're like, you know, they're just brothers. And they said something like, you can't do that. Santa got that for you. And Santa made all, you know, put all this effort into making that for you. And I was like, that's not true. There's a price tag on it. And I just started like, you know what? I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to Sometimes Santa doesn't have time to make presents for that. So they said that Mm -hmm. we went this whole debate. Like I was literally just testing them, but in my heart, I was like, I know Santa is real. And then they were like, so they they you knew Santa was real. Yeah. So okay. I but even though I was testing them, I'm like I still was like he's I think he's real. Like I'm just gonna see how far yeah. this goes. And they had an explanation for everything. I was like okay, cool. So then one brother disappears. I was settled in my skin. I'm like cool. <laughs> Santa's real. Comes back in. Hey, Anne Marie. I mean, I'm I, Santa's definitely real. But if you go talk to mom about it right now, she's gonna be honest with you. <laughs> so I go in there. Obviously, he went and talked to my mom about it all. So I go in there and I'm like, my mom's How like, old were you? So I was in second grade. Second grade, okay. I was probably eight because I turned eight in okay. November. I think I was 15. I go in there and I will never forget it asking her. And she was like, yes, yeah, Anna's not real. And I'm like, what? Like, I was like, I think the first thing in my mouth was like, first of all, super disappointment. And I think I feel like, I don't know if she said this exactly, but I think it was somewhere along the lines of like, are you okay? Like, and I'm kind of like, yeah, I guess it's fine. And then like, is God real? Like, what else are you people Mm -hmm. lying about? That was my first next question. I'm sure she said, yes, God is real. And then (laughs) I just remember going back, like, just so disappointed. Like, this is, it was so much sales out of my wins, wins out of my sales. And I remember her saying to me that she was super disappointed because Christmas wasn't going to be fun for her anymore either. (laughs) I bet. Yeah, I don't, I seem to recall like at Christmas, like getting to a certain point where, you know, opened up a present from Santa and being like, thanks, Santa, you know, and like, playing that up like so obviously you probably were like my old co-worker right? probably was exactly no one <laughs> wants to talk about it that it's my mom's not, never told me santa's real but yeah <laughs> but i know and you all know too and it's just like this thing but I, yeah i don't i don't know anyway i was gonna say though going back to lessons that i learned and i would say that at a couple instances as a kid where you know I was you're a pre- just not the type of person that questions things in life i was yeah no, I questioned. I'm just saying it's like I think I just found out and then I don't know if it was ever confirmed. Like, So then you were like, we're just not allowed to talk about real things in life. Was that right. the lesson you learned That's the lesson this? I learned. Oh, I was telling a different story. Anyway, <laughs> I was telling a story about the one time where I was racing my bike and ended up falling off and getting stitches. And then another time where I got in a fight with a neighbor kid. Okay. And I think 
kind of those two things, obviously in conjunction with, I think for me as a kid, um, two instances I can think of that led to a bit of a life lesson. When I was in a bike race with a friend of mine, my neighbor, and I a ended up race. a bike race what type of bikes? down the street. What type I, of bikes? I had a Huffy bike. He, it was like a BMX bike, so like BMX a dirt style. Bike? We would call those dirt yeah, bikes. Yeah, dirt bikes. And I'm sure he had a nice one and I had a cheap Huffy one. I don't know if I was like maybe 12 or something. Maybe, or actually, no, probably younger than that. Probably like, probably nine, maybe nine or so. Okay. How so, fast were you? Would you say you were going? Not that fast. Okay. And I had, it was. A cool looking Huffy bike, but it was a Huffy bike, which everybody knew Huffy was like the cheap. I know. My parents wouldn't buy those for us. <laughs> so. They said we weren't allowed to own those. We were not rich. I'm just telling you. Yeah. I had like <laughs> Mongoose or BMX yeah. or something. Yeah. And, and Schwinn was my girl. I was oh, Schwinn. Okay. Schwinn. But my brothers anyway. had the others. Yes. Do you have. A, okay, go ahead. Chapstick. Yeah. So we were racing down the street and I was losing. And I think I've told this on here before. Anyway, started swerving my handlebars. In, in between the curb and the asphalt and like my tire caught and I went over to the handlebars got ended up getting a few stitches I th- think three stitches on my chin and then a few years later I got um, into a fight with another neighbor kid and I was not a fighter at all but and we were like friends I don't you know you got what, in a fight or he got into a fight and you were there no we got into a fight with each other and we were like rolling around on the ground mm-hmm. and my other neighbor broke it up I who was older we have talked about, we have talked about it we have so I'm, I'm just can I Finish my story. Yeah. Okay. So those two things, I think it's just like, <laughs> no, you just, you want to say something and that's fine, but just wait a second. Anyway, it's like the first one, I knew I was going to lose the bike race against this kid, which was fine. But then instead of like just losing, I felt the need to like, you know, do something else to kind of like show off like, oh, it doesn't bother me that I'm losing this bike race or not even that it doesn't bother me, but. But it did. But yeah, but I, and also trying to like, um, I don't say show off in a different way, but just like be goofy in a different way and then ended up falling and getting hurt. And then the other situation, like this kid was a year older than me. He what was you, bigger wait, than me. I was back up for a second. Yeah. You're saying that you knew that you wouldn't win the race. So you thought you'd try to show off and be goofy to compensate. Yes. They have that right. Yes. And that was done via, how did you show off and be goofy? Because I was, I was going as fast as I could, and then he was well ahead of me. And okay. so I just started, like, swerving my handlebars back and forth, like, quickly. Why would you? So you needed, like, attention? Like, why couldn't you just lose? I think just, why like, you just lose, that's, what, that's my point. That's what I'm saying here, is instead of just, like, losing in the same thing and getting the fight, I don't even remember what we fought, what we were fighting about with the other kid. And I don't remember if he started it or I started it or whatever happened, but he was a bigger kid than me. And it's like, sometimes you just got to walk away. And like, why was I worried about what everybody, I mean, as a kid, a lot of times you're worried about what other people think. And mm-hmm. it, I, so like those life lessons, which I probably didn't truly realize until later on is like, which. You what s- were you worried about other people thinking? Um, I said I wasn't cool, probably that I wasn't good enough. Like, oh, he's just, cause I was a smaller kid. Like, oh, well, he's. Well, if you were like. But if you decided to get goofy, does that mean like you did you think people thought you were a joke, so you were gonna beat them to the joke and just be a joke? Like, I mean, that's just like I'm just using a word there that seemed most fitting. I don't know if it's the most appropriate word, but I think it was kind of just more taking the attention off of the loss for me. My friends didn't. Mm-hmm. The people that were there, like there were just a couple, like 
kids in the neighborhood. So it was wasn't it? like a bunch of people were like, oh, oh my God, you suck at riding a bike. I think it was just for me, it was like- Oh, do you think it was going to be, you were avoiding them saying, oh, we're so sorry. Are you okay that you lost? No, I think it was about my own, my own pride. Your it own was pride. trying to like overcome my own pride and be like, I'm going to distract myself from my own wound to my my own pride for losing this race that i would clearly was going to lose anyway there was no scenario that i was going to win regardless so it's like but setting myself up i guess in that situation so then what was it like when you fell and hurt yourself what was it like mm -hmm. well how'd that work out for you when i fell and hurt myself and i got up and at first i was trying to play that off <laughs> so i was laughing like oh i can't believe it and my bike was all scratched up and then i grabbed my chin because obviously my chin hurt a little bit and my hand was covered in blood and then I started bawling my eyes out and ran home. I was only like two doors down from my house. So yeah, the whole thing turned out to be a complete shit show. Is and, that hard uh, that I'm laughing at you right now? Does it hurt? No, you can laugh at me. It's embarrassing. The way <laughs> You're I, the way still I, embarrassed about it? Are the way serious? I responded to the whole situation, the way it came about, the Hold way on. I responded to it. What? What do you want now? <sighs> okay. okay. So we're back. We had to take a quick pause. But I said it's still embarrassing, uh -huh. and I don't mean like the whole situation is embarrassing. I guess what I mean is like at the time, what I did and my reaction to it was, I mean, I was a kid, and it was a dumb thing. And it's embarrassing like that that was my go-to reaction on it. It wasn't just like, oh, I lost the race, whatever. Nobody cares. Move on. Like I, I, I had this feeling where like I needed to do something different. Don't you think that like... I think it's so interesting to go back and reflect on scenarios in childhood because it's almost like there's some essence, more of your essence shows up. And because I can still see you doing those things. Now. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying so, is like, even like it's a lesson learned, but it's still something that it's just, a, it's a, I struggle with that in my personality. Yeah. No matter what, deflecting or turning the attention in a different way, uh, trying to make something I don't else. Care. Of, yeah, exactly. Which you know, I do care. <laughs> Actually, if you have, if you've noticed, I I have mostly stopped saying that. Oh, have you? I have. You probably haven't even noticed. No. But okay, you're right. Because how I'm does like, that feel? Um, well, it feels better because it feels more real. Because it's like, no, I do care, and I do think to myself a lot of times. That this is totally on a tangent from where we just were. No. But this idea where you were saying. If you make fun of me or some something happens and I'll be like, I don't care. It's fine. Whatever. And it's like, well, I do care. If I didn't care, that'd be a different story. But I do care about it. So I stopped saying that. It feels more it feels more authentic and more real. But it makes me also more aware of, oh, well, what are my feelings? Oh, well, no, that did hurt when you said this. And I'm mad at you for it because I think you did it. It was mean-spirited. That's a one example, mm. obviously. But I do care. And then I start, and then I think, well, if I truly didn't care, well, then there's a problem. Because that, mm -hmm. like, obviously, you know, whether it's our relationship or whatever else in that context or when it comes up, well, if I don't care, then what am I doing in that situation? Why am I there? Good question. So I do care. Do you find yourself in situations now where you are like, oh, I actually don't care. Why am I here? No, not really. Not no, really? I still pretty much care about okay. every situation. I just don't say I don't care anymore because I do care. And I try yeah. to I try to process that and, and experience what I'm feeling. Okay. Okay. I like it. Okay. I like it. Okay. But yeah, the bike thing and then getting in a fight when clearly, like I said, the, the, it was a friend of mine. He was a year older. Don't know what it was about. But like if it, and he probably 
it probably wouldn't have ever really gone anywhere anyway because, you know, I don't think either one of us, it's like we hated each other. We were mad at each other for something and like, but at the same time, it's like I'm, I'm in a situation where I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. So, you know, and then that's just that testosterone builds up and you're, you know, you're a kid and your emotions are running high. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as an adult, it happens too, but I'm just what saying it's like. What do you think, like, like if you, like, you know, if we were sitting here watching Spirited or you were in the movie Spirited and you were with the ghost of Christmas cast <laughs> and you're watching back on that scene from your childhood, either one of those two, maybe both. What do you think that if you were your own father in that in that um, situation and you were witnessing it in real time, what would you want to this isn't a say question. to this to that boy? Like, is you're you're watching you like you see through him what he's doing on the bike, like you see what he's deflecting or pretending or whatever. So, like, what would you say? What would you say to that? Let me turn that shit off. Seriously, stop pausing it. <sighs> Turn it off. Is it off? It's off. Thank you. Um, I th- I think I would say, I don't care. No, I'm joking. I what would I say is a good question. Mm-hmm. What, how would you want that yeah. boy to handle it differently so that he he was? I think I would want his true self. I think I would want to um, scoop him up and um, just normalize the whole situation as far as like. You know, this doesn't make you less than this doesn't make you a joke. Nobody's looking at you and thinking anything other than they don't care. Nobody cares. So, okay. So to try to try to take that like. So, okay. So for me, that's you're sort of describing like a space of healing a wound, speaking to a wound. Yeah. Fast forward. And when I say it, when I say it, I want to stop for a second. When I say it like that, though, I think there's a distinction between healing a wound and like coddling like you have to have your experiences in life you have to go through things to learn no but obviously. you're not let me back okay. up because you're missing what i'm trying to say okay so no we have our wounds we, we need to address our wounds i'm not gonna that's i'm not uh, you're talking you're we, we could go on for days with what you're talking about but i think you're mixing a lot of concepts up there Ugh, a lot of concepts up there uh-huh. mixing them up I, I what i'm saying is like what do you want that child to be? If that child is going to be acting from their truth purpose and, and from a place of self-acceptance, full self-acceptance, how would they be reacting differently? What would they be doing differently? Would they take, would they, they're, they're participating in the race still? Are they, how are they doing it this time if they're acting from a place I of think full self-acceptance? Yeah, I think they're participating in the race. They are going into it saying, it doesn't matter if I win or lose. They have more, you know, inner security where they feel comfortable with themselves, that they're not worried what everybody else is thinking about them. So it's so, giving them so some that confidence. Kid, so that kid, like, the, what do the behaviors look differently than that kid is, like, not wiggling the handlebars? He's just finishing when he finishes, says great job to the winner. Like, what what, yeah. what does that look like? I think, that, I think that's exactly what that looks like, is finishing the race, coming in behind, you know, being like, yeah, good job, you won, like, you know, I'm not surprised and being, being okay with that and not worried about what anybody else thinks about him in that situation. What about the fight? What would, how would, if that, that boy is approached by somebody that wants to fight him, he's coming from a place of full self-acceptance. I'm asking you to picture the ideal here. What does that fully evolved little boy say and do in that moment? 
Well, that's a big question. <laughs> I, I think I think what it is is recognizing that you know, and again, trying to get a kid that's you know full of emotion at the time to act rationally. Okay, I'm telling you yeah. an ideal situation where this boy right. is already in a evolved full place of full self-acceptance yeah at that point i think it's you know i'm upset i'm going home you know or i'm upset i'm upset we can talk about it you're upset like look this is why i'm upset in sharing that information and you know if the other person doesn't want to have a conversation around it then did you already provide the details of why you guys started fighting i don't even know what it was about it was yeah it was such a quick thing and it was I don't know if we were playing a game or what, what we were doing. And Was this person typically domineering and you finally stood your ground? Was it that situation? I, I mean, if I recall, <laughs> and I could be wrong on this, he, we were friends. I feel like he was a little bit of an asshole, but like not like totally. I feel like maybe sometimes he was and then sometimes he wasn't. Okay. And again, I might be just, I might be off on this because this is way, way, way back when. But I think that was kind of the case. And And like I said, he was older than me bigger than me and again i don't know if i just didn't think what was happening was fair or something else and then we got into it i don't recall the situation the only reason i and i think it maybe was sports related or something is because the other neighbor that was there was older than me as well that broke it up and he lived across the street from me and i don't think he would have been there unless we were like playing some kind of game or something like that um but yeah i think it's just like okay well who cares you know if somebody's not playing fair, or doing something that you think is wrong, like you said, you know, try to talk about it. And if that doesn't go anywhere, you know, express that you're upset and then you got to, you know, make a decision from there. But fighting was not the answer in that case. I mean, okay. obviously it never really is, but. Okay. I didn't grow up in a tough area. So obviously I had choices to yeah. like walk away and leave. Yeah. Well, I don't, it was a different time period, but. I remember, <clears throat> like, arranged fights when we were kids. Yeah. I told you I had one of those, and I didn't show up to that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was a whole ridiculous thing. I remember one. Did I already talk about this on here? I had a brother that was involved in arranged fights, and I remember one after school, and, like, one brother being like, Anne Marie, uh, you know, so-and-so is going to, there's a fight. It's and I just, like, everybody's crowded around, and this in front of this so house. Which I he was, like, literally, like, Three houses away from the school, real smart guys. But you know, we were gonna go. We were gonna ride our bikes. Pick up lines and everything. We were gonna ride our bikes back up to the school, which is a mile away to go fight. That was. I as I recall, this was on the way home from school. Which this brother was in fifth grade. That means I was in kindergarten, and our elementary school went to fifth grade. So it was the only year I was there with him. And I remember the house that it was at was like literally just on the same street as the school. And you've seen my elementary school. It's tucked in a neighborhood and. It's like, okay, there's like parent pickup line cars. They're like everybody. It was it was not destined to last beyond the first few yeah. fists like flying. But I feel like there was in front of the house too. Do you guys do you remember McGruff dogs that were in windows mm-hmm. houses growing up? It was yeah. a safe house. Like if a if a house had that dog in there, they were safe house to go to from kidnappers because that's what children of the uh-huh. '80s had to worry about <laughs> on the way home from school every day. Anyways, <laughs> um, he was. Yeah, I just remember like seeing it happen and the principal, like I swear I could be totally wrong. I swear our principal just came like running out of the school, like and like ripping them apart. And like 
I don't know what happened from there. I don't know if I was just like, all right, I guess I'm going home. That was your, and that was your brother? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if my mom had to pick him up or what, and I walked home with the other brother. I don't, probably. But. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, like, I didn't witness too many fights growing up. But I remember when I was in high school in Germany and two of the guys got in a fight. And they were friends. I mean, and whatever happened, happened, and just, you know, they got pissed at each other uh-huh. and started getting into a fight in, in the hallway. And it was, it was just thinking back on it, it's like, it's, it, it's so easy for that stuff to happen. And I remember another kid that got called down to the office that didn't get in trouble, but got scolded, like, you're a leader here and like you oh. could have like basically stopped it. Oh. I just think like even that, like nowadays I'm that's, like, I don't even know if ooh, that kind that, of that shit comes up. You. Like, Oh no, you were, you were the one that was supposed to like, you know, take uh-huh. charge and not let that happen and stuff. And I feel like, again, I don't know if that would happen today, you know, but <sighs> yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. So this brother, he was a scrapper. He got, I feel like there was, it was not uncommon for him to be scrappling with somebody. Scrappling? <laughs> so he got it. Scrapping. He was a yeah. He 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 was a yeah. He was a little guy, but he was fierce, and he would I yeah. He didn't let anybody fuck with him. <laughs> he didn't. He he had a mouth on him too. So he's a little bit shorter, right? Yeah. He's, so he's got an attitude. And he's a little bit short. Yeah. And I just he like was always I feel like, like he the, was always like really muscular. Like he was right. like that's you know, a, yeah, kind of jacked. Yeah. But I just feel like there's a certain personality with that kind of goes along with that a lot of times like a feisty personality that's he's just like feisty. i'm not putting up with shit and i don't you he's know it's just this whole me of feisty yeah yeah i just think it's funny because it's like there is uh-huh. that that certain body and, type and build and personality well, just and all he, go together yeah. and he does have a sh- very sharp tongue him and i share that in common that was shocking <laughs> <laughs> um so that's funny because i thought that question was going to be like oh you're not gonna be able to answer this and it just evolved into the a really a lot of stuff. It was a long, a long way to get there. It was a very long way to get there. I still don't know exactly really en- what the and you lesson actually was. To but... really enjoy it too. So, yeah. Well, and I mean, was... I don't have, I don't have a ton of specific childhood memories, and so the ones that I do, it's not that they're that vivid, but they're they stick out for a reason, you know. And so those two instances, I'm so like, well, say, they're, they're related to each other. Did you say explicitly what the lesson was though? Was it just to let yourself be yourself? I, I think I think I think that's it. I think just like you need to learn to be yourself and not worry about. I mean, I think that's just always worrying about what other people think or how I'm, you know, they perceive me. And again, I still struggle with that at 45. But I mean, that's something constantly working on is to be secure in who I am. I think I think most people struggle with that yeah. at 45, though. Of course, I know, but I'm just saying it's like. I think some others. more than others, mm-hmm. and I think I struggle with it more than others <laughs> in general. Yeah, um, maybe, but I also think that you are actively exploring that side of yourself more than others. Thanks to you. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Well, I, I definitely think I my self awareness has yeah, gone up exponentially Jim, since you I've didn't end up in a relationship with me on accident. So right. you were something drew you towards me. Yes, and so maybe you can just give yourself credit for the self exploration. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> well, there's truth in that. I was drawn to you, and I was drawn to you for what I saw in you as 
a lot of things that I didn't feel like I had in myself. Right. So which we've talked about a lot. Yes. And vice versa. So would you like, what are you doing? I was, I don't know. What What were you going to say? Was that the last question for? I don't know. What, what were you going to say? What I was going to say is that technically you started asking me questions and I finished answering questions. Would you like me to ask you three more questions or would you like to save those for another time? Uh, no, let's go. Let's, let's do it. And then we'll see what, what remains in this podcast episode. Okay. Because we're getting a little long on time, but yep. that's okay. Um, easy one. That's an icebreaker. Do you believe in ghosts? Why or why not? Yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because why they're why real. Because they're real. <laughs> um, because why not? I don't know. I believe in ghosts because um, I don't, the argument against them and for them based on what I, the way I have observed and experienced the world suggests that they're more likely to exist than not. Um, I've had a couple of experiences in my life where I understand could be explained by other things, but were powerful enough to me to think that that was something bigger. Um, I think the biggest one was when after my mom's mom died, I, um, it was like a few, a couple months, I think, because she died in June, the end of June, 2008. And then a month later, I became pregnant with my daughter, Katie. And I don't, I don't remember the exact date of this, but you usually get your, that ultrasound at between 18 and 20 weeks to find out the gender of the baby. Mm -hmm. And so it was before that time. I was awakened in the middle of the night by a whisper in my ear that was 100% her voice. She's got this distinct, like, raspy depth to her voice that my mom also shares. Hers was deeper because she was a smoker and a drinker. But um, I know it was her voice. It woke me up. I could feel the vibrations in my ear almost like, you know, if somebody whispers in your ear too, you can, like, almost feel the, the breath or whatever. But it, it just said, it's a girl. And the way she said it, it was like 100% her. And it was like, holy shit. Like I woke up and it woke me up. It was, it was literally, I'm like something, that was something that whispered in my ear. And it was definitely her her voice. So that exp- I experienced that. Plus, we've already talked about the haunting that we had here with the mm-hmm. person in the bathroom. <laughs> that is, we don't know about that. But um, there's enough. No, there's enough where I believe in ghosts for sure. Okay. That was a long answer. <laughs> no, it was a good answer. I I completely agree with you. And I think as we've learned about gray matter and how much everything is based built around energy. Yeah. In this world and there's all this energy that we can't see. It just makes sense to me that some of that energy gets transferred over and exists in that space that you know, uh-huh. we can't see. So I just think it's it just makes sense. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Are you religious or spiritual? Both. No. Um, what do you think, Jim? Well, of course. Of course what? You're spiritual. Spiritual. Yeah. I think that... At times I have become involved in religion to yeah. feel closer to my spirituality. Yes. I think the two can go hand in hand. They do go hand in and hand. And so you can... I know, but I'm I'm saying that, you know, you would say spiritual, obviously you're in a spiritual journey. You're 
your spirituality is where you're at, you know, but here's the thing. But the thing We're is, all spiritual beings. There is, it's just a part of who we are and how we choose to tap into that varies. Religion is a dogmatic way in which people tap into their spirituality and there are different versions and evolutions and uh, developmental phases of spirituality as well that often inform the way in which we carry out tapping into our spirituality. Yeah, I guess all I was going to say about that is you wouldn't be where you're, you are today probably without the, you know, exploring religion to get there. I don't, I don't, you don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think, I think I've just been innately a very spiritual person my entire okay. life. Okay. Why do you say that? Well, I just, it's, I mean, from knowing you as long as I've known you and, you know, when I, I guess when I say that is I think that your spiritual journey in the past has been maybe brought on or enhanced by the um, ceremonial parts of religion. And maybe I'm totally off base on that, but. I think this is a really heavy and big topic, but no, I think that I'm just, I think most of the time I've tapped into spirituality at times in my life through suffering. And I know we've kind of talked about this in previous episodes about times in my life when I did tap into the Catholic church in my early adulthood following a a mental health and spiritual crisis. Um, But I, so that's, I think what you're trying to have, I think you're trying to have a concrete conversation about some very abstract things, which is, of course you are. So it's hard for me to like, like fully capture all this, but I would say, yeah, because by when I have been more um, disciplined, I don't want to use the word disciplined, or maybe active in the religious aspect of things, I've also never been like, I've never, I've never, I've never been like, you know, within any religion, you have different levels of spiritual development too. So I've never been really concrete, even in the way that I was in that religion. I was just more like, okay, I'm not taking any of this literally. And this is, that's, there's so much to say there. But I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're maybe reading in a little bit to uh, what I'm saying. I don't, I don't suggesting. I don't think so though. Okay. I don't know what you're suggesting. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I can't, maybe I'm not saying it clearly. I didn't agree. I'm probably not saying it clearly. I just mean that um, the um, religious aspects um, are, are in, in the past have been a tool maybe to um, help you on your spiritual spiritual journey Yeah. to understand. Newsflash, they are for everyone though. I know. That's all okay. I'm saying. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay. You, that, that, and I, I only say that because you did in your early 20s, you did go, you know, obviously to church mm-hmm. you did um join the catholic church and well i rejoined oh i do i rejoined it yeah and even when i met you like we would go to mass mm-hmm. um and so i understand what it was about for you and that's why i'm saying i'm not explaining it probably very well but at the same time it's like i do think that it helped shape your spirit shape it helped shape your spiritual journey a little bit because you take bits and pieces from it you're like like you said i'm not saying that this is, you know, what happened. I'm not necessarily buying all of this, but at the same time, the way things come together. I, uh, again, I, I think it's more like my spiritual journey shaped my participation in my religion. Okay. I think it's the other so way the around. So the other way around. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
I mean, I'm not well, you would know better didn't. than me. I'm not I'm saying just... the one didn't have influence over the other. Yeah, but... you would know better than me. I was just trying to <laughs> dig a little deeper. Okay. I'm not going to ask you that question. How would you describe a perfect kiss? We'll end on this. Okay, I don't like this question. <laughs> I don't like this question. Ask me a different one. <laughs> okay, I'll ask you this one. This is a good one. Okay. Describe a time when you were being defensive and not open-minded. Um, not typically defensive. Just kidding. Bullshit. <laughs> when I was being defensive and not open-minded. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably being more open-minded. I'm just not admitting that I'm being open-minded. Um, I would definitely agree with that. I think it's, if you, I think it's like, I'm trying, I don't know if I can think of a specific situation, but I feel like it's probably more related to you. And... Um, I think it would be like if you complain about, it's obviously if you complain about something that I'm doing and then I get defensive. So I could let you want like a, I guess it's just in our relationship. I don't know that I can think of a specific thing, but maybe if it's like related to the way I talk to you, like if I'm upset with you. And the way I deliver it, you tend to have a problem with that. And I tend to get pretty defensive about that. That's true. Yeah, I always find it um, quite fascinating in our relationship because I am many times the king of defensiveness. And res- You're many times what? The king of defensiveness. Uh-huh. Like that's my go-to uh-huh. is to be defensive about something. Mm-hmm. And that really bothers you and upsets you, of course, as it would anybody. And I think what I find interesting uh, and fascinating about it is that whilst I'm defensive, you are often very defensive as well. And I think that it's probably over time, I've actually, you'll call me out on it. And instead of doubling down on my defensiveness, I've gotten a little bit better at kind of being like, you're right, I was being defensive. Like I was doing that. And when I try to do the same to you, if I try to call you out on being defensive, you do double down on that you're not defensive. My rationale on that is that we are at a point in this conversation where you can go fuck yourself. Of course I'm defensive. (laughs) Of course I'm defensive. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) But you don't ever just say in that moment... Of course I'm defensive and this is why you you just you won't you won't admit that to me. I know you know you are, but you won't you won't give that to me in that moment. Oh, okay. Well, at least you have the gift of knowing that you know that I am. Uh-huh. That you know that I am. I don't, I mean I there's there's times when I it's Because it, I'll be like if you're it wasn't being so, defensive and you're like I am not being a defensive. Right. And that's what makes me so irritated. Right. I'm like you're fucking being defensive and you really honestly don't think okay. you're being defensive. I know. Like I know. so I love that you know that I know that I am. That's nice. I wish I had Well, it's, it's almost kind of, <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair point. It is almost comical at times, except in those moments where I'm, it's so, uh, like, just stressful and annoying. And, like, it feels like you're hitting, or you're up against a wall. It's like, why don't you just admit that you are too? And then that'll feel better. Like, yeah, I don't know. You don't, preach self-awareness and you, you know, honest, all of a sudden, like. I don't know that you've ever. 
other than having this discussion previously here, I don't know that you've ever said to me, you're being defensive right now, whereas that comes out of my mouth wow. about 300 times a day. Wow. Okay. And okay. I actually think you've had the same thing too here, where I've said that and you're like, yes, I do. I do it all the time. I do. I do it. All, I do it quite often. Will you record it or like do we have I a tally have to, sheet on the yes, chalkboard I will, downstairs? Yes, I will have to do something for because it. Because I really, I don't think I've ever heard that come out of your mouth. Okay. And I hate to break it to you, but I know I'm right about that. You have a lot I, of conversations I in agree your head you. that you claim I you have with I agree with you. People. You're right. You have not heard it. I've been having You have not heard it come really out of my mouth. It has come no, out of my mouth with I you. really appreciated the kids witnessing multiple times where you're like, I just said this, and the kids are like, you didn't say that. And you're like, yeah, I did. And everyone's like, you didn't say that, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have a little self-awareness around that. Yeah. Yeah, I still try to like... Okay, I'm sure I said that, but okay, I guess I didn't say it because obviously I didn't say it. So how we am I having this conversation in my head? How am I having this conversation in my head? Interesting and jury. I would, remember. I would be. Hopefully I never have to be. Can I start a conversation with you really quick? Whether or not this, I edit this out. Okay. Because there's a lot that I can't keep. I'm not going to post a three-hour episode. Yeah, okay. We watched Jury Duty and now we have watched Joe Schmo. Yes. And we have agreed that in order to get cast for either one of those shows, you have to meet a certain criteria of characteristics. And we have agreed 10 out of 10 characteristics. <laughs> Jim has 10 out of 10 characteristics. Well, I have agreed to this. Do you, what are your thoughts on that? And I, what are those characteristics? Well. What, what does the general population think of those two, those two characters anyway, at least? They love them. Yep. They love them. They're yeah. great. They're great people. Why are they so great? But maybe they're they are naive. No, you they're... don't need to say but. But what? What? Yeah, what, everybody loves them. Why do they love them? Um, well, they're kind of people pleasers. They they want to get along with everybody. They truly want, um, like they want to look out for the greater good. But I yeah, think. they like, all they're making at least in these episodes, these two shows, they're they're not people pleasers at the cost of integrity. Right. But they want to do everything they can to satisfy everybody. But you're right; it's not at it not at not at the expense of integrity. I mean, they're not backstabbing anybody. They're genuine, like good, honest people that struggle when they're put in a position where they, you know, are are caught in that little bit of a gray area or whatever. But um, they're asked to they're they're pushed in a lot of corners. Yeah, but in their response to those situations, for the most part, is it's. It's authentic and it's genuinely trying to be a good person, you know. Okay. I mean, it's it's a simple way to say it. But what do you think? Well, you have something to add. I can tell. No, I was just thinking about the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But the insanity that in both of those shows yeah. and scenarios, the the. The, the situations these people were put in that were just like comically like, are you serious? You're that's you. So, you are keeping a straight face right now. Like yeah. you are taking this. You're entertaining this situation as real. And that's like yes. this is that's the part. That's the part that I have to really <laughs> reflect on myself on and go. If I was in those situations, obviously knowing what they know, how would I respond? I mean, it's a. It's impossible to know because you're watching it. You know it's a you know it's a setup for these people. So, well, it seems to me it goes along with like 
I, there's a lot of scenarios. I can't even think of someone else. <laughs> so, I mean, they're dealing with some serious narcissists, right? And it, they just, <laughs> they just don't lose their cool. And th- these narcissists are actors, but, um, it's funny to me because it's like, it's almost as if they're, it's almost as if they have this, ex- this value, like you've talked earlier about, just don't judge me. They don't want to judge anyone. Mm-hmm. And they're pushed to the point where it's like, you, any other person would be judging the situation right now and responding accordingly. And it's almost just like, it's like, there's just such a pureness there where they're like, but I can't judge this person. I can't judge this person. Right. And a lot of confusion and frustration that you see happening sometimes. It's like, I'm, am I going to see this person mentally crack? Like, seriously? Yeah. They're fascinating shows, both of them. <laughs> I highly recommend Jury Duty. Yes. We only saw one season of Joe Schmo. Yes. But I highly recommend Jury Duty is... Came out last year, right? Earlier this year or last year? Yes, yes. Joshua was good too. It was the season we saw. wasn't. I don't know what the other seasons are like. The season we saw was the season where they all think they're on a reality show to be the next bounty hunter. Yes. So, so I think the premise of that was a little bit kind of like, okay, what? Well, it's a little weird. Yeah. The premise in general. I was more but... into the jury duty situation, so yeah, I could see. Yeah. I was more interested in that show than I was, but. It was just interesting watching these people respond to the situations that they were put in. Oh, and absolutely! The whole time I'm like, Jim, how are you? How are I know you? I do you feel seen right now? Like these are your people. I did, I did. <laughs> how does it feel to be married to one of those people? Well, you're not perfect, and I don't know how these people would be when the cameras are off, and because they know they're on camera, because they all think they're on reality shows, but. But you're you're right though. Is that these are? I like the, how you start off with you're not perfect but. because you just said because we talked about how everybody likes these guys. Yeah, and um, you know it does. It goes back to again you're an Enneagram nine. It's the personality everybody wants to be. Everybody likes the nines, and it's it's, it's literally the that's what these guys are too. They're they fit that. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember from Jury Duty, but I liked that on Joe Schmo the season that we watched. They had like one other contestant on the show that um, was introduced to the guy beforehand in like auditions or something. And so, and he was a very neutral person that had no drama or anything else. So it was kind of somebody he could confide in a little bit. What was his name? What did they have him in? What was his character like? description bro the bro or something he was basically the bro okay yeah he was just the bro and he just like didn't feed into the drama he just kind of listened and participated Mm -hmm. in you know the back and forth but i like that they gave him somebody to kind of be able to talk to and confide in that was Mm -hmm. again without that judgment that was a normal person because i think that otherwise you're right you would feel completely like you could crack Yes. In that situation. But with jury duty, like he thought he was on jury duty with a famous actor who was such was acting like such a douche. <laughs> and he was just it was just it got James really, Martz that was hilarious. Yes, because he was also a, like started out as a fan and you just watch him and be kind of like, This guy's kind of a you know, he never really I don't feel like he ever really said anything negative about anyone. No. And so <laughs> Yeah. It was interesting. But you're right. They push them to their limits to yes. get, you know, and there was the one situation where they were so far-fetched. I mean, it's so crazy. And 
So the character that James Marsden played, he's like, he's like, I'll do it. So he said, and that's why I think it's hilarious because it's like, really, you think that guy? But they they just made it sound like you know, obviously he knew who he was. He was an actor, a big actor, and. You know, he's I also know, acting like this crazy role built up over time. I mean, yes. the, the 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 silliness just just escalated. That's over the whole time point: is how far can we make this? Yeah. get this to go. And uh, yes, yeah. Um, but I want to ask you more about what that's like for you to feel seen and like these are my people. Oh. And what do you make of them after watching them go through these experiments? again you're watching you know it's a staged show so it's difficult to watch and judge and see these people because they seem very naive as you're going through this because you know it's a show so so that was what you thought is that they seem naive um but yes i say that from the outside though but that's what i'm saying is differentiating between being in it versus okay we're all watching this on tv we all know what this we all know what's happening here so but I, but each one of no, both both of them though I saw as genuine people that like, I mean, their whole goal was to treat other people well. Uh-huh. I mean, that's really they didn't want to you uh-huh. know hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, they want the one wanted to win the sh- the contest, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like he was um, giving into stuff for other people all the time mm-hmm. and and still trying to be. Well, he did. He did. He did verbalize like, "I don't like this dude." Like he was actually to say that he didn't like some people. He did. But what about? But there was. But there was was also like he was saying, "I don't like these people." He wasn't saying it to them, but he also like Mm -hmm. they. they, He had every reason. Nobody would like these people. Yes, that's that's (laughs) what I. That's that's what I'm saying. So it's like motives and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, and then with jury duty, like, but you even said you said everybody liked them. Uh-huh. Do you think people like you? You said they also said they were naive, so that feels like confusing to me. Well, it doesn't mean people don't like them. I think they're good people. They're they're. Do you think that those people thought they were naive? Do you think Do you think the other actors on the show, even the producers, thought that this these people were? Well, naive? no, that's that was my point to you. Is that um, I guess t- no, that's what I'm saying. Watching it on TV and seeing them, it's like, oh, you seem naive that you would fall for this and believe that this was real. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But being in that situation, no, I don't. I don't think that they would see yeah, that. Yeah, what was their perception of them of these guys? I think their perception is, oh my god, these guys are like good guys that will really go to as far as they can go, mm-hmm. you know, without again without violating their own integrity, to. Do you know right onto other people? Yeah. Like I it's... feel like everybody on that show was like would view these guys as like in either show. You are such a good person, almost like now I feel like a bad person. Not you know, right, but also like yeah. you're what to emulate. Like you are, you yes. are what this is all about. They actually felt bad for Thank pulling you for people like you. Yeah. They felt bad for pulling all of the crazy stunts and the things that they were doing. They actually genuinely felt bad for doing those things because they did see them as such good people. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually don't want to put this person in this position because mm-hmm. I like this person. Mm-hmm. This is a good person. Like, I can't believe, you know, it, I think they almost, you know, in a lot of ways, it felt probably like a betrayal for them even to do that. Like, they actually, there's, yeah. you know, real friendship there. There's real. Yeah. Um, you know, you're establishing it's a reality show, so, so you're what do you establishing think of that. that. What do you think of that as a Joe Schmo? What do you think? What do of I? Th- what do you mean when I think about it? What do I think? Do of you that? relate? Do you feel like that's how people look at you? 
I think so. I mean, what's it like I, to I be actually, one of those people? Is I, it hard to I, be? Clo- is that why it's hard to get close to people because you just feel so high above them? Above in the world them. of integrity and morality. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> All these people giving into temptation and desires and attachments no, every I single day that, in the earthly plane, and you're just like I think that there's beyond that. It's not evolved beyond that. I think <laughs> that it gets it gets frustrating sometimes. Um, when you see that other people aren't living by that same set of rules or standards for themselves, you know, it's, it's kind of depressing at times. And I'm not saying I'm above that. I'm not saying I'm above that because there's plenty of things I do my, to, you know, I'm not, like you said, I have plenty of. I'm thinking about jury duty in specific and him dealing with James Mardson. Is that Uh how you say his name? Mardson. Yeah. Like, I think. There's a point where if I was in that situation where I would just lose my patience with James and tell him how I felt about him and how he was acting. And to me, I would have been like, that's probably helpful, right? Like (laughs) you, his character never once did that. There's like this argument that some of it was avoidance because, you know, this guy's a famous celebrity and like, but he was like that with everybody. With every, I was going to say, it wasn't just him, it was with everybody. But there was also a part of me that was like, oh, he's just avoidant of these uncomfortable situations because, or is he just a master at harmonizing? You know what I'm saying? Like, because he knew the end game and he knew how he needed to get there and how he wanted all the jury to go because he knew what the right answer was here. And he knew what he needed. I feel like he needed, he knew the path of least resistance with each, least resistance with each individual. this is twofold. So there's obviously his place in his role on the jury was one part of the show which he didn't want he was given yeah he was what do they call that role the lead juror whatever yeah, the lead yeah lead what do juror. they call that the, the foreman foreman yeah he yeah. did not want that role but he was given no him. he was given that role but i think that the 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 bigger i mean that was one area was yes knowing how to it's a good way to put it but how to harmonize and bring people together and get them all to get be aligned he did that for the greater pretty good. well for the greater good but I think, obviously, from the broader perspective, just his interaction with those characters, because they were sequestered because of James Martin, yeah. <laughs> because he was an actor. And so there was a whole thing around yeah. that, which is how they ended up building that whole scenario out. Um, so he was irritated with him, but he never confronted, he never, he never, so it's, it is interesting because to me, there was this piece where it was just like, well, that his his avoidance around the, that irritation stuff to me was not evolved. To me, that was related to fear. But also, what ended up. But he did that real, with he did that with every character, every person that he interacted I know, with. I know, but this know. is my point. That but that's my point though. There is an element there where there was avoidance around, which was rooted in fear, probably. But then also, what at the end of the day. And it's hard to know because they're actors, but he won over everybody's hearts at the end of the day too. Do you know what I mean? And so therefore he did get what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. I think it's, I think that that's, and again, that's, it's, it's, a, it's a different way of navigating the world. Whereas, you know, I don't know that there's a right and a wrong way. I do think that, you know, when you end up in a position where you are continually shit on by other people and, you know, 
put in that position, you do need to, you know, stand up for yourself and that's the right thing to do instead of avoid, 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 and like, you know, keep taking that on. So I agree with you on that part of it. But the other part of it, you know, if you're looking at it just from the whole, the whole Mm -hmm. was his ability to bring people together and also talk to them and, and treat them and respect them no matter and he, who and they And it's were. hard to know though because from that perspective they were actors. Yeah. It's hard to know what that how that would play out in the real world. Right. But what was fascinating is that he was able to maintain his composure no matter what. Yes. Yes. That was fascinating. Right. Or whether it was whether it, you know it's healthy or unhealthy, like whatever, whatever it would work for him or not. I mean, it could go both ways, right? Like I think again, our superpowers can be our Achilles heels, but it was it was just really fascinating because it's like wow. <laughs> it was, and I do think that that what you just said there is that's the truth. Is your greatest strength can be your greatest weakness, mm-hmm. and it's like trying to figure out how to harness that mm-hmm. and and leverage the two together mm-hmm. to merge the two together I to actually. It, yeah, and I don't think it can be. My, I personally believe that it always is for everyone. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You don't have anything else to say about Joe Schmo or Jerry Duty? No, we watched Jerry Duty. That was months and months ago. And, I know, but um, I've been meaning to ask you about it. So. No, I, I'm I'm really curious to see if they're gonna be able to pull another one off. I heard we I heard Joe Schmo is coming back next year, which it, I think the last one was in two thousand three. That's the season we watched. Yeah. So it's been twenty years, but I saw an article that they were gonna have a new season next year. So I'll be curious to see what they do. Yeah. Which so, which I'm not gonna say any more about this other than it's interesting to go back and watch a reality show from two thousand three, twenty years ago and think, Oh, that would not be admissible on TV anymore. Like it, oh, it, it, for it, sure. it's so weird because I'm like, wait a minute, 2003 was yesterday. That it's, it's uh, totally yeah. It's so very fasc- much so fascinating. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Anyways. All right. You got anything else? No. Okay. Love you. Love you. <laughs>